Hey, 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 guys. Today is permission to do whatever makes you happy. To do whatever you want to do. On my Instagram story yesterday, I shared a little girl and she was saying this. The things that make you happy, go do those things. Like right now. What are you waiting for? Go. So that's what we're talking about today is just do whatever comes to your mind, your spontaneous creativity. Do those things. Now, hold up. I know that red flags just shot off in so many of y'all's heads because that is not the voice of, quote, truth that we hear spoken from people who are following Christ. But just hang with me today as I ramble on about this permission to do what makes you happy and why we can trust God with those spontaneous things that come to our minds. I think the question really isn't, can we do whatever we want? But the question is, do we trust God to lead us? Now think about this. If we are renewing our minds and transforming our minds to be more like Christ, if we are believers in Jesus and His Holy Spirit dwells inside of us and we trust that he's going to see us through to completion, and we trust that he gently leads those with young, just like he has promised. And if we trust that he searches the whole world looking for hearts that are devoted to him, and then he finds our hearts and he strengthens them, then should we keep telling ourselves that we can't trust our ideas, we can't trust the things that make us happy, because you know the phrase that's said to us, God's not concerned about your happiness, God's concerned about your holiness. And yes, of course, God is concerned about our holiness, but what if happiness and holiness are so intertwined with one another? What if our expression of happiness draws us in to notice the holiness of who God is? Now, I get that I'm just all over the place here this morning, and I get that so many people are going to chime in about the difference between joy and happiness. I get all those things. But what I do know is that joy can coincide with tears and happiness can be in the heart of people that are crying and they're sad. Those, All those emotions can dwell in the same place. I do know the difference between joy and happiness. And if you guys don't know the difference, what people are going to tell you probably is that joy is this deep, deep, gratification, the satisfaction in Jesus alone, where happiness is really based on our circumstances. That's that's just the simplified version of the difference between joy and happiness. But I'm here to say today that when my joy is complete, then my happiness is right there alongside with it. A friend messaged me the other day and she said something to the effect of, I'm pondering the idea that suffering, like most of our suffering is just because of our unmet expectations and how we look at suffering. Like a lot of us don't really go through that much suffering, but we feel like it's this life shattering thing because of the way we expected it to turn out. And I, I'm, I agree with her comment and I'm pondering it myself. But anyway, side note, chasing rabbits, like my friend calls me the little squirrel chaser. I said rabbits, now I'm saying squirrel. See how all over the place I am? But back to that. The question isn't, can we do whatever we want? The question is, do we trust God to lead us? 
Do we? Do we trust God to have us on this broad path of freedom? And then when we get off of it, do we trust him to pull us back? Do we trust him to correct us? Do we trust him to rebuke us? Or is all of our trust in ourselves? Is all of our trust in the religious structure we followed? Is all of our trust in the opinions of others that they've put on us? Where is our trust? Can God be trusted to lead us? Can we be trusted to follow? Can we be trusted to hear the voice of the Lord whispering into us saying, this is the way, walk in it? Because here's the deal. God can whisper all day long, this is the way, walk in it. But we have a choice whether or not we're going to walk in it. But do we trust God that if we don't walk in it, that his grace is deep enough to cover it? Do we trust that if we get outside the parameters of his good place for us? Do do we trust that he's going to welcome us back in and draw us deeper into him? Or do we just live in fear? We're so scared of getting out out of the parameters. And I can say this because my life has been dictated by fear. I have missed out on doing a lot of good things because I was so afraid of making sure it was what God wanted me to do. I wanted to so make sure it was God's plan for me that I just waited and waited and kept my feet immobile because I was afraid of getting it wrong. I was afraid of misstepping. I was afraid of misrepresenting God. And now I'm over here all like, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to follow and pursue every spontaneous idea that comes to my mind. One, because I am a child of God, so I trust that he is living inside of me, dwelling in me, leading me, guiding me, saying this is the way, walk in it. And I'm also aware that I always don't want to do what God's whispering into me to do, but I am fully confident that the God of grace has this huge long bungee on me that he gives me free will and permission to say, Jennifer, this is the good I have for you. I have you on this little bungee leash. You can go and do and be creative and explore and adventure and just just go with whatever spontaneous thing that comes to your mind, knowing that I've got you. I'm not going to let go. Now, does that mean I want to go wreck out my life? Absolutely not. But does that mean I trust God to catch me if I fall? Does that mean that I trust that God's grace is deep enough? I think it's Corey Ten Boom. I said this, I don't know how many times on this podcast, but it's just so big for me. Corey Ten Boom's quote, if I mess it up, I apologize, but something to the effect of God, or let me see, um, there is not a pit so deep that God's grace doesn't go deeper. And it's so true, but we don't want to be people of grace. We want to be people of rules. My 14-year-old daughter told me yesterday, we were kind of talking on the podcast and off the podcast, and she said, I just feel like rules make you want to break them. And she said, I feel like, she said, Mama, I feel like I have the freedom to make good choices because I don't have a lot of rules on me. You've created me to be my own person, to know who I am, to be independent, to make my own choices. And so if I do fail, one, it's a safe place. And two, I don't really just want to do a whole lot of bad things because I have freedom. I have the freedom to do them but I just choose not to. And that's the thing. We have freedom, guys. And the closer we walk to the Lord, with the Lord, and I'm not talking about the rules that we man make our opinions straight from scripture. I'm talking about God's spirit dwelling in you, whispering into you the way you should go, 
whispering into you rebuke, whispering into you grace, whispering into you courage, whispering into you to be quiet, whispering into you to speak, whispering into you to text somebody. Gosh, guys, God's wisdom is always speaking out. And I know if you are a believer in Jesus, the Holy Spirit is living inside of you. And I know he's nudging you. I know he's whispering you. But we get so bound by fear that we don't do even the good works that God's created us to do. Now, I know some of my friends listen to this and I know the conversations I've had in the last month and they're going to be like, yeah, you, Jennifer, (laughs) you still live in fear on some things. Yep, (laughs) I don't mind admitting it. But the question I keep coming back to is, am I trusting in myself and my own ideas and my own opinions and my own fears or am I trusting in the creative God who is big enough to let me misstep and still big enough to use me? Because I feel like when we are trusting in ourselves, we pick up this behavior management. But behavior management never changes a heart. So when we follow all of these rules and we trust in ourselves and we trust in our formulas and our systems, we start managing our own behavior. We we control ourselves, but not because we have the fruit of the spirit of self-control, but because we are micromanaging our actions. We're micromanaging our outward appearance. We want to be seen good. So, I mean, I grew up doing all the right things and avoiding all the wrong things, the bad things. I crossed my T's. I dotted my I's. But behavior management never creates a heart change. I remember when I opened up my hands and my heart and received God's grace for myself. Now, years before I received grace for myself, I was able to offer grace to my kids, offer grace to people in my circle of influence. I became a grace-based parent way before I became a grace-based person for myself. I was not able to receive God's grace for myself on a deeper level until one day the Lord whispered into me, I am not worried about how sin comes out in action. I am concerned about your heart in relationship with me. And God just showed me that we all drink from the same cup of grace. And in receiving that cup of grace that he offered me, I was able to see that behavior management means nothing. It doesn't mean anything to look good on the outside if our hearts are at unrest and out of balance with the spirit that lives inside of us. So when I'm when I'm thinking about do we just trust in ourselves or trust in the Lord, I'm almost certain that God would rather us make choices where our our hearts are devoted to him and surrender and we get things wrong, but our hearts are turned towards him versus getting everything right. And our hearts are so far from him because we're so focused on ourselves and we're so focused on getting everything right. And we're so focused on the fear of getting everything wrong. So I just, I don't know. I just want to reiterate today that behavior management never changes a heart. So if you're in a place where you're managing your behavior If you look good on the outside, but you have this internal turmoil and struggle and anxiety and stress and unrest, if you are missing out on joy and happiness and peace and calmness, you might be managing your behavior more than trusting God with your, with the honest parts of your heart. I mean, just recently, I watched someone explode in anger. 
when their outward appearance consistently comes across as gentleness, but they're just managing their behavior. And then it just all of a sudden explodes out like a volcanic eruption. And I could just see that that heart there is not at peace. And so if you're feeling like you're just this chaotic mess on the outside, but man, you are working overtime to try to look good on the outside. You're still showing up to your volunteer work. You're still showing up to your Bible studies. We're still showing up to all the good works that we think we need to be doing to look good but you're a complete wreck of a mess of anxiety and stress and all these negative things that weigh heavy on you, just ask yourself, ask the Holy Spirit to show you, ask the Lord to search you and to know you and show you all the things that are out of balance with his spirit that lives inside of you. Say, God, am I just managing my behavior or am I actually in relationship with you? So I hear the whispers where you're leading me, where you're saying, this is the way walk in it, where you're saying, child, I offer you this grace. Come to me, rest all who are weary and heavy laden. So my challenge for you today is to really assess the internal state of that, (laughs) that heart of yours, the honest, ugly parts of you that nobody else sees because we put on a good front. We even act like we're full of joy, but we're a wreck of a mess on the inside. We want to act happy on the outside, but we are anxious and feel inferior and insecure and all these things on the inside. We want to look the part of the good church lady, but inside we're just a wreck of a mess. And it's because, or I don't know why, why all the time, but in my own experience, it's because we're trying to manage our behavior and we're trusting in ourselves and we're, and we're being led by our fears instead of trusting in the God who rescued us, instead of trusting that, that there's nothing we can do to make him love us more. There's nothing we can do to make him love, love us less. So today, my challenge for you is to assess Sit with the Holy Spirit and assess whether or not you are managing your behavior or you're really having a heart in tune with a relationship with the Holy Spirit. And I wonder if you started doing the things that you really wanted to do, the things that make you happy instead of the things that you think you ought to do, if it would allow you the practice of trusting God to see you through to completion, of trusting God to keep you where you need to be with Him and trusting God to direct you and guide you, and trusting God to do a work in your heart with all that ugly, honest mess that you try to hide. So just do what you want to do. Do what makes you happy, because God will meet you in that place, and He will rebuke you when you're wrong, and He will affirm you when you're right, and He will start healing that heart when you live out of honesty and authenticity. I will talk to you guys tomorrow.